This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I personally think we have something special with Victoria Pickens. Welcome back to the Casey Woe Show. With me, I have Cindy. This is Thad. We have a real live regular season game to talk about. Excited? Yeah, it's it's back to official soccer. It almost feels like we're back to normal. Season is starting. And yeah, I mean, there's no COVID to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. No, it's it's completely gone now, right? It's, it's just pandemic is over. Um, but yeah, it's exciting because it almost doesn't almost feel like a season or at least that a new season started because we've already had four games and that Challenge Cup did not feel like a preseason at all. I know that was the intention, but it very well felt like a very hyped up tournament preseason. I don't know about you, but um, I feel like we're, five games in into this season. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know how to feel about it, quite honestly. It was fun, but it also wasn't too stressful because I knew that they were never going to win it, regardless of whatever they went into it saying. But yeah, it to me, it was just kind of, yeah, it was fun. So maybe you took it a little more seriously than I did. I think I did, just because last year, that was all pretty much we got um fall series and I, I didn't think it was I thought the fall series were okay but there was just something about the challenge cup like something new and exciting was starting yeah. so 
uh, yeah, it was great to have that as a pre thing to the season and we got to get a good look and every team took it very seriously. Um, so that goes my hand. <laughs> Everybody, I think all the teams took it seriously and wanted to do well. And, uh, you know, only probably four teams had a chance of winning it in reality. Mm-hmm. But for KC, they, again, with all due respect to whatever they've wanted to do or whatever they said, they were not going to win it. They're a team that's needing to use those games to find themselves. Which I think as the games progress, they improved a little bit. I thought the game against OL Rain was probably their best out of the four they had. Granted, it was not a win that they were wanting, especially as it was like reop or home opener version 2.0. And they, they played okay considering the record they were going into it so perhaps it was the addition of Chloe Lagarso and then Jordan Listro Mallory Weber so little by little the team and that's one thing that that wasn't really talked about a lot from a national standpoint at least that I don't remember hearing is how throughout this tournament Kansas City was not at full strength. They missed like 13 out of 26 players. If I remember hearing from Hugh Williams, they just, it was like constant change. So yeah. Yeah, it, it was. I'm, I think some of the other teams probably experienced that too. I would not following them as closely, but for Casey, you know, they, they made trades, they added players, they brought in players that, and, you know, for Legarzo, she was, you know, locked away in pandemic England, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she finally arrived and was thrust into the lineup and played well and then was hurt. Mm-hmm. So I, I was actually very impressed with Legarzo in the, uh, the little bit that we got to see her in the Challenge Cup. What, what, what was your thoughts on her? Yeah, that was, that was one of those signings that I was really looking forward to just because I think the Australian national team is just a very good team overall, and they have improved tremendously over the past few years. For some reason, there was an exodus for all of them, and they decided to go play overseas. Uh, And so I think she may be the only Australian in the NWSL, but I could be wrong. I think she is, if not the only one, one of the few. Um, I'm not sure if there's ones that are still left, Mm -hmm. but I Somebody had said that the Australian national team coach was based in Europe and he wanted all of his players in Europe to watch him. Yeah. And so there's, there's been a bit of a regression with the national, with the Australian national team since they left the NWSL. And even Lagarso said that she wanted to return because the NWSL is still seen, considered as the best league for women's soccer. I'm not sure how much longer that will be, but <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought she was she was a really good signing and too bad that she couldn't come over right away. And obviously those circumstances. So she's she's good. I think she will be she's she may be what maybe what the midfield needs to kind of get things going there. But yeah, she's hurt. She missed last game with an injury yeah There's... hopefully she'll be available for this weekend but we're yeah. not sure about that yet 
Yeah. The um, I think Legarzo was one of the very nice surprises in preseason in the Challenge Cup. Let me rephrase that before you yell at me. But mm-hmm. I think I think one of the other big surprises was Pickett. Yeah, Victoria Pickett. Um, yeah, I agree. Every game, she's better. Yeah. And that's that's a player that Hugh just continually just praises that they really like her. She's really good. She's a good teammate. She plays really good in every game. She they just want her to be a little bit more selfish with the ball and start taking those chances. But yeah, after yeah. the after the Louisville game, uh asked Hugh something and he mentioned Victoria Pickett and he goes, We have something really special there. Yeah, that, that was that was a really good signing. And so yeah, she's good. She's gonna be one to watch for sure this whole season because that's the surprise that that's gonna do really well so second round pick and right now she's looking like a a definite candidate for rookie of the year you know so she could be the steal of the the draft i mean of course there's still players coming that you know play they're were playing or is still playing in the uh, challenge cup or the Mm -hmm. college cup rather Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I believe also uh, Kiki Pickett is in Kansas City now. She is. Yeah. So two pickets. So we're going to get to see. Pickett squared, as you <laughs> said. Yeah. Pickett squared. Yeah. I think that's what's exciting about this this draft class is it, it's it's one that's really just because we the past they didn't have a college season until this spring. So even just going into the draft, you were thinking, who are these players? I know I had to do some research as they were drafted. So. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, and the other draft pick, there were six draft picks, two showed up two were going to show up after the college cup or after the college season. And the other two are going to show up after the next college season, Mm. which is like the weirdness of this last draft that normally doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So Kiki Pickett is in camp. Mm-hmm. I got to see a little bit of the practice with her. And quite honestly, she already looked like she fit in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a, is a good sign for a you know kid coming right out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is very short, but she was mm-hmm. also quick and uh, passing was good and she was vocal. And it, I would be very surprised if she's not signed and possibly by the time we post this podcast, it be announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. That, that was one of the reasons why they drafted her is she's really good on the ball. And um, yeah, I'm excited to, I'm excited to see her play. So it, it's not all doom and gloom after that challenge cup for Kansas city. There's, there's some hope. There's some positives. Um, I also thought that Darian Jenkins, um, for her first game back this past weekend, that, that she she got the ball moving there quite a bit and was a little bit of a threat. What, what did you think about Jenkins? I was not super impressed. Um, I'm not saying she was terrible, but she just kind of looked out of sync. There was... As long as she was individually, I think she was doing all right. But when she was trying to be, do something with the team, I just felt like she was out of sync. Yeah. 
And it's first game back, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, like, writing her off. I'm just, that's a description of how I thought she was in that game. <laughs> well, I was excited to see her on the, on the lineup because, I mean, she was traded for, remind me who that Zara. was. Yeah, Ciara King. Yeah, I'm terrible with names, so you got to tell me if I mispronounce <laughs> it. But, uh... Ciara, Ciara King. So, which I, to me, I was really sad because I really liked Ciara King with Utah last year and was excited to see her playing Kansas City. Obviously, all your dreams don't come true, and so... No, they don't. <laughs> the uh, It was still, you know, I know at the time he said it was because he liked something about Jenkins, that, but what wasn't there to like about King? Yeah, she's looking good in the in the Challenge Cup. Mm-hmm. She has the ability to score. She has some speed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Jenkins doesn't have that, but maybe the idea is that they need to feed everything to A Rod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. But maybe when they're playing, pick it up top at times. Sometimes in the mid, sometimes on the front line. Um, Jenkins, Weber, Larroquette. Uh, Legarzo was up there in one point in the preseason also. Mm-hmm. All of them have some ability to score. So Yeah. And I think all the pieces are there for Kansas City. It's just a matter of playing more together, and that's not something they've had this season no. with so many injuries, with international call-ups, with uh, suspensions, with <laughs> just there, – there just has not been – we just have not seen the Kansas City team that I think Hugh even would like to see on the field just because there's so many factors interrupting that. So, Well, and remember, they signed another player a few days ago that we won't see for another month or so. Well, I mean, won't even be in, won't even be in town for another month mm-hmm. or so. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Silva. Yeah, which I, I mean, from that press conference, she seemed really fun. And yeah, I... I was going to ask you what, what your thoughts were on she plays or she's on the Portuguese national team and she has a lot of international experience and then played recently with OL. I'm going to say rain, but it's not. It's uh, just OL. <laughs> OL. <laughs> yeah, them. Um, Honestly, it's a wait and see signing for everything for me. Hmm. You know, even – even players that I know much more about when they are signed players I've seen play, I will still say it's a wait and see signing until they come in and they merge. I mean, unless we're talking, you know, top eight players off the U S national team, that's probably anything after that. I'm going to have to wait and see kind of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, same with, uh, you know, sporting when they sign a player, you know, it's, I got to see how they're going to mesh. Yeah. That's fair. I guess I'm the positive one here. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. Uh, I watched uh, some of her highlights, and I realized that I'd actually watched her play like a couple weeks before when uh, Scotland played Portugal in oh. UEFA whatever competition Qualifying? that was. Qualifying? Um, yeah. I, I really don't remember which one it is, but mm. she played against Corsi. Oh. And she didn't stand out then, but she didn't, you know, so I went back and found the stream and what rewatched half of it. 
Mm. kind of skipping through a little bit, but she Mm. definitely has some ability to be creative. And so now the question is, is a Portugal, Scotland national team game at a higher level or a lower level than an NWSL game? Hmm. I have no idea. I don't either. I don't know if, hmm. they, if, uh, if the national team game is a higher level than NWSL, I think she'll struggle here. If it's hmm. about the same level, I think she will be useful. Hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. I think yeah. You know, usually it's hard it's hard to figure out like whether that national team level is higher than the 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 best women's league in the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or one of the the top 2. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, NWSO internet. It's it's all a little bit different unless you're playing the national team, the US national team then you're either going to not do going to do very well against them or it's going to be a very interesting competitive game which I sometimes think they're rare, but the, um, so let's be hopeful that she will be another one of the creative attackers for you that he's looking for. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's hard for me to picture what that final lineup is going to look like in a month. It probably does for you too. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked a little bit before we started recording was I expected Elizabeth Ball to be a starter. She was available for the first time this this game, or at least this whole entire 2021. And she has been on the injury list. So I was expecting her to start. But obviously, she's she may not just be ready. Or she is ready, but you want a defender, like you said, to go full 90 Normally, mm-hmm. that's but that's that's the catch twenty two for defenders is how do they get game fit without getting games? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a a winger or a midfielder, you maybe play sixty and come off, or you come on the last 20, 30, 40 for somebody else, and you work towards game fitness with part of that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard for defenders to do that sometimes. So sometimes they just got to be thrown in there mm-hmm. and survive. Yeah, that's so true. Is because I don't know a lot about Elizabeth is she what is her best spot uh center back I expect her to be very long song along sing a song with Corsi but <laughs> along <laughs> uh right right alongside Corsi right in that center okay I wasn't sure if she played outside back at all or not she might but I do remember seeing her more in the center okay. in Utah so I, yeah, I mean, I think Leach for me is a surprise starter, but. I think for Hugh, because they expected Louisville to just throw the ball in uh, high balls for, um, that's, I think that's where Leach was. She was the best one at jumping in the air and very, the strongest one on the team, if I heard correctly. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah. So that. Louisville game thoughts I was a zero zero game they Kansas City got the shutout that they have wanted because they gave up eight goals in the challenge cup and then came into the regular season got a point which is better than a loss but did not get three points so impressions 
and they got that point against an expansion team, mm -hmm. a good expansion team. I think they are a pretty good expansion team as far as expansion teams go. And, you know, they're probably better than one or two of the other regular teams at this point, but we'll see. It's so it's really, again, it's another hard judgment to make. I think when NWSL was around at, at first, when I, you know, the first few years when I paid a lot of attention to it, when there was an FC Kansas City team, I think the parity was pretty close. You know, any team, any given day, you know, Sky Blue and Boston were usually bad, but uh, most of the other teams were really competitive. I think that talent gap maybe is separating now more. Portland, North Carolina, uh, OL Rain with their some of their links. So it'll be very interesting to see how how you can overcome that talent gap with bringing in other players like Legarzo, Silva, et cetera. I know that's not exactly what you asked. <laughs> no, I was mainly, but I get, I get where you're going that I get it. Yeah. I get where you're going. <laughs> so not, it, I think a little bit, I think we're kind of very, oh, okay. So overall zero, zero draw, um, it was a good start. It's a, yeah. it was good to get the, the shutout. It was good. Um, again, we, there was bright spots. Uh, let's see. Bright spots again, were Pickett. Uh, I thought Bowen actually played very well the last couple of games. Um, mm -hmm. she's to me, she's always been either very, very good or very, very mediocre. Mm -hmm. There's like very little in between with her. It, my, my opinion. Let's see the, uh, they also, it was a big change when uh, Labonta went out. I thought that Kansas City was the better team until Labonta went out. Hmm. And I don't think Louisville had a lot of answers for Kansas City other than to foul them for a while. Mm -hmm. And when when Lowe was, uh, she went up for a header and got cut open and had to leave the game. The uh, When Listro came on, no not to say anything bad about Listro, but she's not low. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have that strength and that uh, determination yet. First, mm -hmm. and it's for her, it's her first real NWSL season too. So, yeah, low is past two years. She has just really upped her game. I, I think she has become that midfielder, kind of underrated for a very long time. I think, yeah. and then. Two years ago in Utah, she just was part of that game changer for, for the team. And and so it's nice to see that it's continuing here in Kansas City. And yeah, I agree. As soon as she left with an injury, just things just changed a little bit. Just it was not the same Kansas City team that started. No. And I know it basically left Pickett more as the only one, the only offensive kind of midfielder out there because Listro basically hung back more with uh, Desi. It just, it changed. Louisville, I think, got the advantage at that point. And not that they were overwhelmingly better. They just, they kind of got more control at that point. Mm -hmm. And it lessened the chances there for Kansas City. So it, hopefully the last update we got that was that, uh, Low had stitches done there at the field, flew home with the team. Um, 
no update officially today when we were recording this because they didn't have practice yet, but she was not, they did not suspect a concussion while they were still in Louisville. So hopefully she would be available with uh, some bandages in her head. Mm. That is good. And hopefully she can play this coming weekend. Um, Cause she is a really, I I'm a fan of love that. I believe it at that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to leave it at that. You can say you're a fan. I mean, she's, she's great. Um, yeah. I thought there was, pretty evenly matched like you said um for a while there Kansas City seemed to have the upper hand and then low out of the game changed things and it, it could have gone either way at that point let's see um let's kind of like run through the the lineup though from so we can kind of think about it a little bit starting okay. in the back Barney um Abby Smith was out still and last practice does that she wasn't practicing so i don't know i think i think she'll she's doing back in practice maybe this week but i don't know if that means she'll be ready to start for houston mm-hmm. or just getting back into the shape i don't know mm-hmm. uh, but barney has done really relatively well these last couple games that she's played very very solid in um, the game here the last game in the challenge cup and i thought actually very solid in louisville so she is still not going to be your most mobile goalie but she is very good at positioning and she's stopping the shots so that's that's good mm-hmm. let's see on the back line we had Edmonds, leach corsi and bowen we already mentioned katie i thought was really good um what about Edmonds? yeah i mean she's 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 what you need to 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 be that defender who can play up the wing. Um, she's I I think from I think she's a good like I think we have said before that she is one of those good solid trades that Kansas City did over the off season. No. Let's see. Um, in midfield, we had Pickett, Desi, Low. We've already talked about Pickett being very good. Uh, I thought Desi was pretty good most of the game, but again, when Lowe went out, I think she was trying to cover more ground or do more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listro again needs to probably still needs us to find her space. Mm-hmm. Is that a nice way to put it? Mm-hmm. And up top we had uh, Jenkins, which we talked a little bit about a rod and Mallory Weber to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought when Mal played in the uh, last Challenge Cup game, obviously she scored a goal really quickly, looked really great. But I don't think she very she combined all that well either in that game, this last game. What did you, what did you see out of her? Yeah, same. Um, and she's getting back to just being integrated with this team too, with being in Australia. And then coming in, she scores a goal. And so you kind of expect big things. But yeah, I'm with you. I I don't think she wowed me as she's going to be the game. She was going to change the game. Um, but yeah. And then A-Rod was A-Rod. A-Rod was A-Rod, which I she, know she's she's probably she's 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 that kind of striker that she always wants to score. And if she doesn't, she's like, oh, she scored. Oh, yeah. All good strikers are that way. 
Yeah. So. And, you know, it's, it's actually been very pleasant watching her this year. Cause again, I didn't watch Utah as much, very much when, uh, after FC Casey left, but one thing I love about a rod is she can be the, the striker. She can be the tough agitator. She can be the one that will give you the little hard foul to remind you that you should have been nicer to her teammate. And she could also be the caring, loving mother that was gently washing, gently washing the blood out of Lobanta's hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's just, she's just your all around. She, she's like your captain. And it doesn't seem like she's slowing down either. You know, people are like, I think that was one of the things I remember hearing is, is A-Rod going to want to continue playing, you know, moving her family again from once, you know, just from one setting to the next. And you think about A-Rod and you're like, she's a competitor. She wants to win. Nothing's going to stop her, even if that means changing cities again. So. No, that's uh, because I talked to her in preseason and there was, I asked her that question, you know, was there even the thought of retiring with the the whole move again? She's like, no. Mm-hmm. just flat no <laughs> she wants to play she wants to score goals she wants to be out there uh, she wants to win another championship she wants to show her boys that she's a champion all of that stuff and mm-hmm. I would be very very disappointed if she retires before she gets another championship yeah I agree she's so, a can she's a Kansas City legend let's hope that uh Hugh and Kansas City can get her another championship in the next couple years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. Let's hope. All right. So coming up next for Kansas City is Houston Dash, who gave Kansas City a lot of trouble last game, last time they met at Children's Mercy Park. Three to one. Dad, what does Kansas City need to do this upcoming game against Houston? Be very, very diligent defensively. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can have a couple of the players that we would like to see in the lineup out there. Um, I don't if you're gonna if if you're gonna ask me for a prediction, I'm not gonna predict them to win as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. But I think getting a one one draw there would be an achievement yeah. not out of the reach achievement but it would be a doable thing as long as they all play well even in that game here where houston kind of ran away with it if i remember correctly kansas city was d- holding their own until there were some subs made and then it just went away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and houston has a lot of players that can just make you pay for mistakes they have Shea Groom, Kansas City native. Which we all know so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Christy Mewis, who is, has had kind of like, has had a resurgence in her career, especially being back in the U.S. national team picture. She also played in Kansas City. Yep, very happy for her. She was really nice. Yeah, yeah. And then Rachel, why can't I think of her last name? She's England national team player. My goodness, I'm blanking here. Daily. Right. (laughs) I'm like, I know her name. Rachel Daly. And then 
they have a really good keeper too, Jane Campbell, who's also in the U.S. national team pictures. So Houston, and they won the Challenge Cup last year. Um, so Houston is just a really good team that could make life a little difficult for Houston. I'm sorry, for Kansas City. This coming game. Definitely could. Um, again, that's why I can't expect, you know, Kansas City to go in there and win at this point. Houston is, for several years, Houston was kind of also, you know, that expansion team that just could never have any success. And it was just this last year that they really gelled. And, you know, the Shea Groom, Christy Mewis getting, uh, you know, returning to form from her very early years. Uh, like you said, Rachel Daly and some others, just everybody, it was that moment and they, they got, they got way better. Mm-hmm. So they, they're a team that is at least now competing for the top echelon of NWSL teams. I don't think mm-hmm. they're in it, but they're competing for it, mm-hmm. but they're still, because, because they have that solid group, they're still a cut above Kansas city at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although Houston just lost their first game. So Kansas, who, <laughs> Kansas. And who did they lose to? Uh, somebody really good. <laughs> you can't say this stuff without knowing the answers. New York, which is which is surprising too, because you wouldn't think that New York, New Jersey, Gotham would True. be a team to win. Um, that's another surprising team in the NWSL, I think. So, so that's why I don't place Houston in the top echelon of teams. I think they're still in that middle. Mm-hmm. That they're beatable mm-hmm. and I, like I said I do think that when Kansas City played them they were holding their own for a good chunk of time because mm-hmm. uh, Houston scored what 25th minute that first game yeah and it wasn't until let's see I'm trying to go back you can't say these things without knowing them Thad it, it was the second goal was the 45th minute. It was like a penalty, I believe. Yeah, which was a really, really terrible call. Yeah, that's right. And then Christy added another one in the 75th, 71st minute. Mm-hmm. And then Vasconcelos made the uh, beautiful goal in the 77th minute to at least keep the uh, scoring streak going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so going into this game, on paper, standings-wise, Kansas City is a little bit above Houston. Then again, Kansas City did not play New York, New Jersey, Gotham. Let's just Gotham FC. But um, I don't know. I'm going to say one to – I'm going to say best-case scenario for Kansas City is a draw. And You're copying. No, you said, you said they were going to lose. I said, they, I said they, they have a chance of pulling out a 1-1 draw. Oh, okay. Okay, then I'll say 2-2 draw. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, With goals by A-Rod and Pickett. Yep, that's the best case, best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah, coming up, that's Sunday, the Sunday game, 6 p.m., and that is in Houston. That's on Paramount Plus. And, yeah. If we plug them, do we get, a, like, proceeds from them somehow? I hope so. Yeah. We, yeah. We got to check that before we actually plug them. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. One, yes. one of, the, yeah, one of those 
TV channels you have to pay for. You sound very better about that. <laughs> Just I can't keep up with all the subscriptions we got, you know? Yeah, yeah I kind of wish they were all on like one or maybe two, but I know. No, no such thing. You know, we were talking about draft picks earlier with uh the pickets and there's another draft pick. Well, another draft pick that's already been signed in and was in camp was uh, Andy McCain. Uh, another draft pick should be showing up, actually has showed up and was in quarantine, was Lucy Parker. But uh, another one of their draft picks that they was not supposed to show up this year, she'll play the fall soccer season in college, assuming everything happens like it's supposed to, mm-hmm. is Alex Loera. She plays for Santa Clara. And they just won the NCAA College Cup as we speak. Hmm. They just won it a few minutes ago. And I, yeah, uh, I watched a couple of their games, and she's supposed to be a midfielder, but it seemed like she was either playing wow. uh, more defense or a very, very deep lying defensive midfielder. Hmm. But she was shutting down some of the top players in college, like uh, uh, Pinto, who was okay. one of the top draft picks in the NWSL this year. Hmm interesting so she was she made several i don't want to say game saving but definitely uh opportunity saving tackles on pinto in the uh not this game but the last game so yeah because that was that was a shocker kind of game because it's north carolina right yeah yeah hey look we do know our college soccer go us (laughs) you know it's again i i I still followed it, but not as closely when after FC Casey left and now I'm following it more again. So Hmm, look at that. I have more reason to follow to see (laughs) who the draft picks are. There you go. That's what we need more in the world. More teams, more follows. And see, in in fairness, I was also the, the, I know we're just here to cover the women, but since you brought this up, actually I brought it up. I apologize. (laughs) The, uh, it was just very interesting to me that sporting had a draft pick that also stayed in college. So he could play out this season and he plays for Marshall. His name is Jamil Roberts, both Marshall and Santa Clara played North Carolina in the semifinals and won to advance to the final. Wow. And so both teams, both local teams have a draft pick that went to the finals nice so it's just like a little interesting trivia yeah yeah connections there the uh and the the jamil roberts for the sporting draft pick he actually scored the last two goals for marshall to get them over to the last two wins so look at that santa clara which i believe brenda chastain went to that chastain Yes, and I believe she's also the one that told Hugh he should draft Alex oh. Laura. So that is, um, she she comes with high anticipation. Yeah. Even though I think she was fourth round pick, third round pick, fourth round pick. Yeah. One up there. <laughs> Later, after the pickets. <laughs> well, that's the... Um, and that's the interesting thing about this draft, this last draft is, you know, some of the national people were, yeah, you know, it's terrible, terrible draft for Kansas City, but because Hugh moved up to get Victoria Pickett, mm-hmm. excuse me, Kiki Pickett, 
and then took Victoria Pickett later. And right now, Victoria Pickett's looking so good. Is the expectation even better, a higher for Kiki? Possibly. I mean, they gave a lot for Kiki Pickett. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, Loera is 36th pick on the fourth round. So, yeah, so pretty far down there. So, mm-hmm. if Brandy Chastain recommended her, let's hope that she is as good as we uh, could hope for. Let's hope so. But that's we... probably what it's going to take is for them to have these draft picks all mm-hmm. a good chunk of them hit and be better than what was expected. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, and a really good U.S. national team signing. <laughs> That's my hope. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe Kristen Press and Tobin Heath. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Uh, we can dream. We can dream. But with all the other national teamers coming back, they got to go somewhere. It's true. I mean, Louisville holds their rights, but that's not what they want. Where they want to play. Yeah, but the place they want to play doesn't exist yet. I know. Well, on paper. Um, also, just a little bit. That racing Louisville Stadium is looks really cool. Yeah. I was, I was on TV. I was like, wow, that's a nice, that would be a cool stadium to visit. I actually thought about going down there for the first game. Just too many things are going on that the great thing is we have a lot of soccer to cover. The bad thing is it creates a problem with getting to things. So, yeah, it's a bit of a drive. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, but wanna, good. Attention. Want to carpool next time? <laughs> we can try. Yeah, as long as I can be back in time for work. But that's um, not my problem. <laughs> no, I'll just make an excuse and take a laptop home. Um, yeah. So, and they had. 6,000 people there. 66,622 is the official attendance on Saturday. They were not at full capacity, but they that was mm-hmm. a, they were like 50 or 60 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of full capacity, a, a home game is going to be full capacity. Yep. And yeah. So that's why we said earlier that the pandemic was over. The pandemic is over. Everybody is going full capacity with no mass required and mm-hmm. nope. So maybe I don't know. My job did that today. It's like if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But apparently, everyone's vaccinated. So that's <laughs> uh, my daughter got home from school today, and she's like, "Yeah, I know those people weren't vaccinated." Yeah. Because same thing. And she's like, the freshmen can't even possibly be vaccinated because they didn't have, they didn't open it up to 15 year olds until just last week. So they can't possibly be fully vaccinated. She's like, yeah, a lot of grumbling we're going to be doing for the next few weeks of, it feels weird because you're, you know, there's, it's still out there, but for some reason we're not following guidelines like we used to. Well, that is the guideline now though. That's true. No guideline is a guideline. (laughs) um all right anything else before we wrap up and see we've covered all the draft picks we've covered the last game we've covered the next game and i think we about covered everything that we need to for this try this try we're gonna try to be more more regular especially as our regular season is going and we might even try to get a guest what do you think yeah, let's do it. It'd be really fun. 
Should we, should we try for a player or a yeah. coach? I don't know. A coach would be fun, but also a player would be fun. I don't know either. I'll let you pick. <laughs> or a little bit of both. Why not? Let's do it. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, any last words, Cindy? No, just, you know, stay safe out there. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and stay safe out there and make sure that you wear a mask when you're around Cindy. So she's comfortable <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. Victoria Pickett playing, looking very dangerous in midfield. We got to um, kind of move that those penetrating runs into more shots from her. That's the next step of her development. I, I personally think we have something special with Victoria Pickett and she keeps on proving it every game. Um, so she's a very important player. She's the only one of the three players, I think, that's played every game for us so far. and started every game for us so far. So uh, an important player for us. Going to be a difference maker. So I'm excited about that.
Master Sergeant John DeSalm on the tenor sax. John DeSalm. <laughs> Staff Sergeant Reagan Bruff on the composition.